That's how it starts it. That's it. Why? Heaven High! Heaven High! Welcome to episode 160 of the Wrongdoings Podcast. Heaven High! Hello, we're together. Heaven High! Coming to you live from the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. Heaven High! Hello, everybody. Heaven high. Heaven high. Heaven high. Hello. Heaven high. Hell no. <laughs> Heaven high. Heaven high. Heaven high. Heaven high. Happy you near. Merry new 2014s. Hello. You haven't said that for a while. Heaven high. Not that heavenly. I'm just recovering from a cold and my voice has gone bad again and my mind is full of cotton buds. Heaven high. This is an emergency broadcast with Ron Heaven high. Hello, everybody. Heaven high. Heaven high. Heaven high. Somebody said we should stop saying heaven high. That person should be slaughtered. Begin. Heaven high, Nicholas. Welcome. That's Icelandic for hello. Good morning, this is episode 139 of Rum Doings, and the topic this week is why did the last episode of Rum Doings not have a topic? Hello. I'm sure I'm supposed to begin this thing. Heaven high. We've been asked not to say heaven high by a curmudgeon. Hello, heaven high. Heaven high to you, John. Hello, heaven high. Heaven high. Heaven high, John, how are you today? I have a cold. I am sniffly and I have sneezes. Hello. Heaven high. Nick is a pain, everybody. I just want everyone to know that. Hello. Heaven high. Hello. Hello, this is episode 131 of Run Doings. Bonjour, Jean. Uh, Chevalier. Nicolas, is that ça va? Chevalier Blanc, protecteur du tous les dames fragiles. <laughs> oui? Hello. Hello. How do you. What is. What, what is one of this? Heaven high! I got a present for you. What present have you got me, Judy? Hello. 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 Oh, oh I'm Nick, sorry. Just, oh, I'm Nick, sorry. Nick, I'm Nick, sorry. I'm Nick. really sorry, John. I, I, I apologise. I, I hope you forgive me. What? Well, I, I said hello, and that sounded a bit like hell, and I think that'll offend you, and you'll be upset, and you wish that that <laughs> word had never been invented. I know you're getting a bit sensitive these days, and you're easily offended. So This is true, but I'm very, very upset. I'm sorry that I said, uh, can I say heaven low instead? That's much better. In fact, oh, no, I've, I've offended you. I've, 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 I've suggested that heaven is low, when in fact heaven is upon high. Oh, no. Just, I'm well, sorry. just amend it once more. Heaven high. Heaven high, Nicholas. Heaven high. Heaven high. The topic today is, should snow be mandatory at Christmas? No, the topic today is just Christmas. No, it isn't, because we're going to be discussing it at length, and breadth, and depth, but not at height. No, okay. Yeah, we have a guest on the show today. Yes, a very special guest. It's very difficult to secure his presence. His people finally managed to get a slot in his diary. He just smiled at me. I think he's happy about the situation. Yes. 
He's Tobias. going to snuffle away, snuffle away in the background all the way through the episode. This is episode 166, podcast at romdoings.com. At, at 176, at, at romdoings. Facebook, romdoings.com po- yeah. podcast. So how's married life treating you? <laughs> it's, uh, it's like a baby treats a diaper. <laughs> it's had far-reaching effects, hasn't it? You've, <laughs> you've created new atoms. I have. We've, we've literally created life. Well, not new atoms, actually. Um, no, just, I mean, you just, just reorganised them. But, yeah. but yeah. we created life. I mean, we took old atoms, like bits of old mince pie and and uh, and, and fluff that yes. certainly get swallowed. And bits and, of stuff from inside an old star that's dead. And some, some jizz. Yes. And yeah. We, and we turned it into a human being, but somehow it's also got a personality. Well, you know. A proto-personality. A proto-personality, yes. It's, it's, well, right uh, now he's smiling, waving his arms around. That's quite personable, at least. It is. I mean, it's a clever thing they do. Say, look, I'm just about cute enough so you won't kill me for well, my annoying. They wait. Bits. They wait. Exactly. They wait about five. They wait about five or six weeks, and then they bring out the smile because you're yeah. just at the point of that to kill them, and they go, ah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. If they brought out the smile too soon, it would be less effective. Yes, I think it's. Um, you thought I was annoying, but look what I could do with my face. Oh, okay then. <laughs> we suddenly forgive you. So um, you've you've had your um, your your sister over, didn't you, and her family? Yes, but but you've decided yours are better now. Well, obviously. Yes, indeed. It was well, fun. It was nice to have William and Sarah, the little kids. The kids are eight and six. They are. Mm-hmm. They came over and, and got to poke at the baby. Oh, did oh good. Did they did they prod his fontanelle? <laughs> Thankfully not. Mm. He's yeah. very wiggly, Nick. It's very important. He needs you to know that he can move his arms and his legs. At the same time? At the same time. And he can do massive kicks and stamps. Hmm. Excellent. So who's going to win the next general election? It's going to be the Conservative Party. And do you think so? The whole country's going to be, be dead by 20, 2018. But do you think it will be the Conservative Party outright? I can't see how it won't be. I mean, what's the uh, Ed Miliband? <laughs> but they said it's still going to be a hung parliament, so maybe yes. the... But then again, the problem is the Liberal Democrats will be so routed that there won't be enough of them to enter a coalition. I hope so. I kind of wish the election had been after three years and they would have got the comeuppance, but people Mm. are stupid. What about, so maybe it'll be a Tory-UKIP alliance? That'll be good. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be great. Can you imagine? Mm. I think you can imagine. I can imagine if I'm imagining it, I'm imagining real life right now. (laughs) It's funny how there's been this arms race to suck up to the UKIP, the Labour Party and the Conservatives and even the Lib Dems. They're all desperately trying to... Even the Lib Dems. I mean, they're at the forefront of, oh, no, we're going to make sure all those immigrants get their dirty... They can scrub the brown off their faces or they can leave. I believe that's the current Lib Dem policy. And I think... And Theresa May... if they're Polish. Theresa May yesterday said... um, we don't want all those rich, successful um, graduate students <laughs> bringing right. all their skills and IQ here. Please bugger off back to where you came from. We want to invest massive amounts of our resources into training them up and then send them back to another country to use that. Yes. That's what we want. That's ideal for, for Britain. Why are these people so stupid? Theresa May is, is... Is it an exaggeration to just say that she's the devil? Um, no, because she's not clever enough to be the devil. Oh, right. You know, give the devil his due, as, as, as a phrase I've just invented. At least he's a wily old chap. <laughs> Theresa May is what would happen if hell had an equal opportunities policy and they just got the first tokenistic deviless in to take his place for a while. She is such an awful token lady and she needs to be removed right now. 
They're, well, talking, they're saying she's the most likely candidate to take over from Cameron. Yes. Well, oh I mean, gosh, Cam- Cameron is. It's funny. He's he's our prime minister. <laughs> Don't be silly. It is funny when you look at his sort of swollen and old bloaty face, and you think, "Oh my goodness, he's the prime minister of the United Kingdom." There's something about him which, despite his uh, being born into it, it, makes him so wrong for the position. There's just something inappropriate about him in a way that you in a way, even I mean, John Majors was rubbish, but the, the, at least you thought, oh well, okay, yeah, he's having his go. But there's something I don't know. Maybe it's just I who perceives it, but something about Cameron which makes it very unlikely that he's a prime minister. I don't know what it is. I think if Charlie Brooker wrote a TV the show where he was prime minister, you'd be like, don't be silly. Yes, exactly. Don't be ludicrous. It's you know, try a bit harder with your writing. Yes, so, I've not been watching Black Mirrors. No, I just start, we just started it, and gosh, it's really rather good. I've I've not watched Black Mirror as a series one either. No, 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 no. We we just started watching the first series, and so the hello, the Merry first Christmas. Episode, the first episode is is about a, someone kidnaps a princess, and uh, and the only way that they'll re- free her alive is if uh, the prime minister has sex with a pig alive on national TV. <laughs> That's one of those thought experiments. Exactly, it? it is. And mm-hmm. so, it, it's like, yeah. So people have compared it to the Twilight Zone. It's the t- Twilight Zone with a bit more swearing. Okay. Um, no, let's not have crying because that would be really annoying, Toby. Yeah, um, tell him not to. Um, yeah. Um, I've, I've, have you really have good. you have you stove his head in now? Yes, I've just I've okay. just I've just gagged and bound his face. Okay. Good. 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 Um, oh yeah, I was going to say, what about John? I was thinking about John Majors, and I was wondering did, if you had known about the affair with Edwina Curry when he was Prime Minister, how differently would you have perceived him as a human? I wouldn't have, because I wasn't uh, conned by the, oh, I'm just a nice guy, uh, middle class, lower middle class, uh, decent chap persona. I knew he had a streak of um, wily nastiness in him. Well, it's a Tory. Yeah, but also generally, the, if you look carefully at what he did, he, were, he had a certain vengeful petulance about him. He wasn't that lovely grey, oh, please, please, Norma character that spitting images made him out to be. Yes. He was actually quite a nasty little chap. Uh, so, um, frankly, it, it, it kind of made sense. And as you say, he was a Tory. I saw yeah. him at a cricket match once. Did you? Yes, true story. Was he, was he being John he, Majors? He's been quite amiable. No, I'm sure he is pretty amiable yeah. when he's at a cricket match. That's his, that's his realm. Talking of amiable Tories, I had a little uh, internet conversation with one Ms. Louise Mench last night. Excellent. Good, good. That's nice. She's decided she supports the Game of Gate because they stand against bad feminism. That's fair enough. <laughs> Extraordinary. It is a bit like saying I'm joining the Ku Klux Klan because they stand against... John, I know it offends you. ...uffity black people. I know it offends you, but women can make their choice. They, you can't force her to be a part of your gang. She wants to make her choices she can it's her but i'm a gentleman and therefore i should get to make that choice say louise come here or i'll thrash you to with an inch of your life if you join that um gamers gate again it, 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 i don't really care because i've had enough of talking about all these awful people on both sides so all i'll say is come on, louise mensch though no but all i'll say is it's it, i find it very amusing that people who've never thought about a computer game in their life suddenly are. well exactly i mean she's just as i as i said she's just being a, yeah. uh, a willfully ignorant opportunist. Well, that's fair enough. But she did. Co- she very well, cleverly. Unlike the way she's ever been before. Oh, exactly. Though. She did very cleverly criticise my uh, Twitter name. She'd bother her. How appropriate. It is true. It's, it's clever. It's a good one, isn't it? 
You do bother people quite I know, a lot. what a clever... It's almost as if it weren't given to me by someone else. You do bother people a lot. It's You're a botherer. I got to choose my own username. It's appropriate. It's appropriate when the Lord gave you that name. I <laughs> he knew what he was doing. I bit my tongue and didn't respond um, how well, woefully inappropriate her last name is. <laughs> yes, you should have, though. I, ch- I decided it was the more mature thing to rise above said, name calling. You should have said you're far more a bagshaw than a mensch. That's what I should have said. You should have said that. She's a silly one. She is. Oh, well, never mind. She loves Britain so much she lives in New York. Yes, she she, she buggered off her. I know she doesn't tweet about Corby anymore. Corby Pride. She used to have oh, such pride for Corby. Oh, she loves Corby. Mm. Maybe she can't. Maybe, she, maybe just mentioning Corby makes her too sad. She gets too homesick. It's for the hideous northern climbs of the post-industrious <laughs> hellhole that is Corby that was her home. <laughs> oh, Louise. Yes. She's, a, she's a, a, a non-stop treat. She is. What are you doing? Do you follow Philip the Philip Pullman's on Twitter? I don't, but I hear he's released he's released a story. He wrote an extraordinary short story about some insects putting on a carol concert last night on Twitter. Oh right, wonderful. no, I didn't see that. You but I know. That have a look. If you go to audible.com, there's a free Philip Pullman story, a half hour story read by somebody or other. He read. I, I listened to. I read the the the, <coughs> the, uh, the Northern Knights trilogy. But I know, I, you uh, didn't like it because he was nasty to the Catholic Church. <laughs> that's right, that yeah, I was all you. like, wow, wow. Um, they were amazing, they were fantastic books. Although the yeah. third book does get, he, where he got writer's block, I got reader's block. But right. um, the, uh, the the audio re- version of them is extraordinary. It's uh, it's unabridged, but they use actors playing all the voices Indeed. and pull I, I've listened the narration. To it. Oh, it's so to it, good. Yeah. His yes. voice is so good. Yes, it's, uh, and... and I would recommend it if people haven't. It's probably good oh, crimble. It's good crimble listening, isn't it? I imagine it costs eight trillion billion dollars. Yeah. So tell me what, what you're doing for crimbo. Uh, it's just the three of us, all alone. All alone. Really? In who's our dank to, castle. Who's going to cook the baby? I'm going to cook the baby. He's got nice podgy legs now for le- flavour. Really? Yeah. Oh dear. So he was the skinniest baby when he was born. Yes, but now he's, he's he's got some podge up, has he's he? He's got some chubby cheeks and some squidgy thighs now. Pulkers. He's, he's still particularly thin. He's in the second percentile. Judy was in the 0.4th percentile. <laughs> really? Wow. Well, the thing is, she was very chubby, but I think she was so small that even then the weight just didn't, didn't kind of work right. to, to, to bring her back up. I think she's still in the 0.4th percentile. She's certainly one of the small, She's one of the smallest in a year. I think Toby's going to be that way. He's he's very tall. No, he's not. He's weird. He's very long, but very light. He's long. So, so nothing fits him at all. So, no, he's just the wrong shape. He's made out of pipe cleaners. <laughs> it's history. He's, he's not, like, we've got a girl on him that's too big for him, technically, but his feet don't fit in it because the feet are too big for the feet. But the arms are dangling over his hands. It's just ridiculous. Ludicrous. Well, we'll get a new one and then get it sorted out. So what? How, what's your favourite part of being a dad? Um... The, the well, well, at the moment, it, it's the where you can have conversations that are half logical, half ridiculous, and you don't know which way they're going to go at any oh, moment. Brilliant! I want that. I want that, that bit. The, those are the those are the best bits, or where you, you you kind of you you have to laugh because she won't quite get the a proper 
you know, sequence of arguments and she'll get stuck on one particular uh, premise and you have to kind of try and break her off. And it's, it's like a little it's like a little crappy adventure game pass that you have to <laughs> fight your way through and you find a good way to do it and that kind of thing. So I, I, I enjoy doing those sorts of things. Plus, I mean, you, you enjoyed her singing about the little boy Jeebus today, didn't she you? Did, she sang me two... She's got a lovely singing voice. She's note perfect. No, she, she's good at singing and she sang you a little boy Jeebus. What's interesting, you notice her school has removed Jesus' divinity... Oh, it's, not, it's not the little Lord Jesus. They uh, alone said. Oh, I did notice you sang Boy Jesus. Yes. And when I sang Little Little Lord Jesus the first time when I was singing along with her, she got very angry with me I'm and surprised. told me to get the words right. But, <laughs> but then again, my mother told one of her Church of England friends about this heresy, mm-hmm. and he said, "No, it's actually perfectly compatible with the uh, Church of England because, of course, he was both boy and exactly, Lord. Absolutely. So, yes. so he, he, if you say he wasn't a boy, you're being just as heretic. That's quite a good argument to say that he was not Lord until his back. Baptism, age thirty, yeah. Lord. So, so little boy, G, little boy, Jeebus is fine. The, mis- the the thing I find I had I take objection to in that song is the no crying he makes. <laughs> yeah, why it's like this he... weird fetishization of like Jesus is, as if crying is an imperfection in babies. It's an imperfection. <laughs> I assume that also means he never soiled his nappy. Maybe he was massively autistic. Maybe that's why. He <laughs> yeah. And he, and he never soiled his nappy either. That's right. If he was imperfect, that's an imperfection, surely. So yeah, it would have been. Does it make you think more about the nativity now you've got your own baby? No. Well, it should. I mean, you think about the difficulty of balancing perfection and lordhood with that weird, wriggly sort of pooey <laughs> thing. I you've suppose got so, there. but then I've never, I've never attempted to make the baby Jesus into a god. Well, that the point about the, I think, but isn't that the point about the baby Jesus? Is in order for the for the whole story to work, he would have to be a normal pooey. Yes. crying baby otherwise there's no point to it there's no sacrifice otherwise exactly, is there of course yeah. it's no sacrifice thank you i don't think we needed that did you um did you uh, and then they say they also sang at their concert we wish you a merry christmas where you apparently have to punch somebody when you say we wish and the hand goes up and down and comes up again and it's quite <laughs> quite amusing i was pleased to see i was yeah. pleased to see at, at her nativity concert uh-huh. um, that there were <laughs> several um, ladies wearing basically the nika um, burkas um, holding up their iPhones, visit- videoing their little children singing, <laughs> singing away in a manger. That's extraordinary, isn't it? Doesn't isn't that it, make your heart warm? It's well, it, it just makes it a fairy tale. The whole thing is a fairy tale in the first place. Bearing in mind, it has nothing to do with the biblical version of events. But that said, I mean, I don't. Suppose, I mean, the Quran still believes Jesus was a prophet, so I suppose yeah. it doesn't have a particular issue with his being born. Um, but yes. It, <laughs> But no, I, mean, I told you, uh, I told Judy, I, I said that, you know, this, it's, it's, it's a lovely, you know, the, the nativity is a, is a fairy tale. It's a lovely story. And we learn things from the story. And she was, she was quite happy to, mm. to appreciate it like that. But yes. Um, Were you at the back shouting, oy vey, and spinning dreidels? <laughs> no, um, uh, she, she's been lighting the Hanukkah candles. And of course, of course, the, the present she gets every day for lighting Hanukkah candles is chocolate coins of money. <laughs> dipped in baby blood yes yeah. well, obviously as the best chocolate is um <laughs> i remember the only good thing about uh advent in uh, anglican church was they lit a candle every sunday morning one of the children got to light the candle with a giant long tapery bit oh right no well, judy gets to light a candle uh, uh, well up, up to eight candles every typical, night typical and, greedy juice yes and and um yes yeah, so she's having a big melee of cultures isn't she um 
Yeah, it's interesting. So, I mean, uh, yeah, the nativity story is, is, is a little overplayed, shall we say. Two of yeah, the four it, Gospels don't even bother mentioning yeah, it. Yeah, but it's a nice story. I mean, it's nice. Yeah. It, it, the images are very good. And, of course, you love the carols, don't you? Oh, like, I you love carols so much. Really? I quite like some of them. I, I, do, you, do you love In the Bleak? <laughs> <laughs> it's so uh, astonishingly miserable. I like. I, lo- I, I, love a, I love a song that's supposed to comfort you with the word bleak in it. <laughs> I know, it's great, isn't it? I mean, I know, it, I know it does snow in that region occasionally, but I'm not quite sure it's the the white out vista. No, but the, the point so about no, the point about the snow, uh, and I have to say this was this has been pointed out by lots of people, including bloody QI. So it's not a new oh, thing. really. But the reason that we think of Christmas as this snowy festival is because uh, Charles Dickens wrote oh, right. about Christmas several times, and he was in the middle of the you know the little ice age. So for him, uh, most yeah. Christmases were snowy. So that's what that, that was the impression that you got of it. Since then, of course, I think there have been about three Christmases that have been snowy since the beginning of the the 20th century. So <laughs> it's not it's not that uh, representative. But it became the iconography was fixed at that time by Dickens and others who you know, who conjoined snow with crimbo. I've never read any Dickens. Should I ever read any Dickens? I I think Great Expectations is a good book to read. Okay. Because it's um, it's problematic, and he had to change the ending because people complained. Um, a, 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 a bit similarly to Pygmalion, actually. All right. Um, so I would read it. It's, it is like a huge, big Christmas pudding. These books are, are so detailed and so much description and so mm-hmm. many characters and so on. And some of it is cloying and ridiculous, but... It, it, you do feel like you've had a feast once you've read it, and I oh, would okay. actually I would start with great expectations and fight through the first bits of it, uh, and it, it, it gets very interesting and actually quite dark in certain ways. And they, there's some real satirical um, bits. And when he goes to London, I think you'll enjoy it because uh, clearly he had the, a distaste for London that you do as well. So he's a wise man. You know, when when Pip goes to London and discovers it and wants to become a gentleman there, it's it's, it's interesting. And, okay. of course, there are some great characters like Miss Havisham and so on. So, yes, read. Don't bother with Christmas Carol because mm-hmm. everybody has. But I'd start with great expectations. Unless somebody else has an idea, you can email podcast at rumdoings.com and tell us otherwise. But I think that's the way to begin. Plus, cool. of course, what are you reading, um, Tobias? <laughs> you know, I haven't started reading him any stories yet. What with his not speaking English. Oh my God, you're awful! You're like this real common. You're, what are you, you going to do next? Take him, uh, force him to go down the mines or something? Well, up the chimneys. He's too small for mines. Mm. No, you need to start reading to him now. I talk incessantly to him, but I don't no, think reading, reading makes much difference. No, it does. It's the, it's the rhythm of the reading and the repetition. They very much so. I mean, there was one little book that we just read to Judy every night, and then. We we began to be able to recite it out of memory. Yep, yeah, you were where you and, weren't doing that to Judy when she was seven weeks old, right? I think we started no, it with Maisie's bedtime, something or other. We started reading pretty much from the beginning. You've got but to. You understand that Toby doesn't have a bedtime. It doesn't matter. You still read to him the uh, the story, and then he'll 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 latch onto the rhythms very quickly. You'll you'll be surprised or not. Try. Do you want to hear, you want to hear a good joke? <sighs> Open your mouth a bit. Put your finger in and wiggle it up and down between your lips, batting your tongue. It's uh-huh. a good joke, right? Uh, oh, really? Does, does it cause him That's to be... That's Toby's favourite joke. <laughs> you know Judy's favourite joke? Yeah, I do, but go on, tell me again. Why did the chicken cross the road? I don't know. 
Because its head fell off. That's right. <laughs> I'd cross the road if my head fell off. Oh, oh, she got she got very upset the other day. And this is an example of um, what I was talking to you about earlier with this lack of l- the logic screeching to a halt. Um, yeah. Victoria told her a joke. She says, will you remember me today? Yes. Will you remember me tomorrow? Yes. Will you remember me next ye- week? Yes. Will you remember me next year? Yes. Knock, knock. Who's there? I thought you said you'd remember me. No, I do remember you. I do remember you. Why do you say I don't remember you, etc.? And then a, a really screaming tantrum about how she was being accused of something nefarious. Yeah. I mean, she, she's got... And also, it's like she's got the structure for a joke, but she doesn't realise how jokes are supposed to work. So the other day she says, why did, why did the water drink itself? I don't know. Because it thought it was a human drinking water. I see, yes. You see, it's this kind of screeching to You can almost see <laughs> yes. what's going on there, but it's just not, it's not engaging properly. And, you know, multiply that up by so many things every day and you get that the, the weird sort of hinterland that we're in at the moment between um, logical and linguistic sophistication and this kind of automatic parroting. <laughs> That's really a, a, a weird place, but it's a funny place to be as well. So... You'll enjoy that with Toby, I imagine. That's ages away. Stop waking up, kid. Stay it's, not a, it's not ages away, remember? When you next blink, you'll be oh, at yes, school. That's true. And when I next blink, Judy will be doing her GCSEs. That's and then true. when I blink again, I'll be dead. <laughs> you shouldn't blink. Don't blink again. Don't, don't blink. Doc, Doctor Who. Yeah, that's right. Did you, enjoy, did you enjoy the Strictly finals? <laughs> Do you know, I've never seen an episode of that programme in my life. It's not bad. I mean, they do sure actually... it's ha- fine. It's obviously no, very popular. But also, the celebrities do actually have to learn how to dance properly. There's no way kind of around it. I think you might like it because mm. they did a very big kind of Busby Barkley dance thing, you know, like Fred and Ginger and so on. Mm-hmm. And a lot of proper, you know, foxtrots and American smooths and proper... All the dances that you like on your on your gay movies. I don't really like... It's the... It's the, it's the the production and the songs i don't really just like watching people having a bit of a dance unless it's i quite like i prefer a uh, tap or something like that that'd be fun i like i like gene kelly and that sort of thing no but yeah but they did that sort of thing yesterday mm. for example um they, they do lots of dance maybe maybe you should give it a go now that you've moved into solid middle class provincial fatherhood it's too late now it's over it's finished next year next year when toby is one i prefer the great british bake-off uh, that's poisonous I, lo- I love how that, that, that show must be your antithesis. Yeah, well, I could still enjoy it. It's aesthetic. very good. But but if you remember, ah, the great British Bake Off, you know, Richard, who who almost won, but did, mm-hmm. but cocked up in the end, that's uh, Judy's friend's dad who goes to her school. And, and so the school raffle, uh, what, the prize for the school raffle was a Christmas cake baked by Richard <gasps> from the Great Bit and it was suddenly a very popular raffle and then again to get back to the Muslims a lot of Muslim people entered it but one of them wrote and said can you tell me whether it's got alcohol in it and he said yes it's a Christmas cake it's uh. got alcohol in it and you shouldn't be having a Christmas cake anyway you naughty Muslims <laughs> but, did he yeah. have a pencil behind his ear when he said that I, I imagine he probably he's a, he, uh, you'll be happy to know in, in real life he's a very nice chap he does seem he did he did seem a very lovely chap on the program. Yeah. And his daughter is a red is has has a, has a red head. His wife has a red head and so they got a, a red setter to match the family. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Which is quite funny. Yeah, so there you go. That's I wish all the I knew someone who was famous. 
You do know someone who's famous, Kieran, Kieran Gillen. In fact, yesterday when my sister was down, she showed me a photo of two of her friends. Mm-hmm. That on, they, they captioned, best Saturday ever, and mm-hmm. it was the two of them dressed up as some of his characters meeting him at a comic convention. Does that make you feel slightly weird? Very weird. It's, it's bearing when I had lunch with him last week. Mm. You know, is, he, is he better now? <laughs> is he better since hot? Well, I don't know. He went through that patch where he was just a little bit in himself and sort of like a little turtle. I've no idea what you're talking about, but the idea of Kieran coming out of a phase where he's in himself seems unlikely. Yeah. He's lovely. Kieran's lovely. And yeah, so he just, we, we had our RPS Christmas lunch last week and so I was there with Kieran, just hang out with him. And then my sister showed me photos of... Fa- it's really strange. <laughs> How was the RPS Christmas lunch? It was, it was very pleasant, thank you. W- what did you eat? Turkey and chipolatas. No, we went for Mexican. I had... <laughs> They don't have Christmas in Mexico, don't be I mad. Had, I had chimichangas. You're so racist. Why? Oh, I had chimichanga. It was, <laughs> it was a Mexican in Covent Garden. You should, you're right near there, aren't you? You should go to work. You should go there. It was really good. What did you The portions have? were ludicrous. I told you, I had chimichanga. The portions were ludicrous. What? Tiny and... Huge, huge. Simple. Even in the Britain... I know, I was confused. The service was really good and the portions were enormous. I wish I could remember the name of it so I could plug it. In fact, yeah. I, can f- I can find out. I've got the, I've got the equipment. I have <laughs> the you? technology. Well, you're going to use your genitals to radio back to London to find out where it was. I just write down good restaurants. I just write them on my willy. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Well, disrobe and find out then. I just zip. That was my zip noise. <laughs> That uh, that's that's onomatopoeic. It was it was convincing, wasn't it? Onomatopoeic. Yeah, we just stop there. Ching, ching, We're not going to get better than that. Ching, 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 ching. Is that you winning at a fruit machine? No, no, you hear the sleigh bells coming oh, on, on this. Uh, I don't know what it's doing. It's scraping along the very ice-free road. <laughs> Cafe Pacifico. Oh, where is that? Near uh, Five Langley Street. So you're buzz marketing on this show. I totally am. It was really... I've never heard that phrase. That's horrible. Yes. yes. I haven't you? All, all the time on, um, on various American podcasts where they do have sponsors, they say, stop buzz marketing Facebook. We'll just call it, you know, the, uh, the asocial network or something like that. Yeah. Mm. It is horrible. It is horrible when you're listening to a podcast and suddenly... This, or just the American radio. I mean, it's, no, cause it's so normal in America for the presenter of the show... Yes. To just go off his chatty riff and just start promoting a local strip club or something, and it's just yeah. the horriblest thing because it's like, no, I was tr- I trusted you because you were entertaining me, and now you're using the same voice in the same studio with the same zoo of people around you yeah, no, to I read out that. this elongated advert. Uh, and that's why, despite your hatred of the BBC, I still want to keep it because I like I don't want Radio Three ever to be uh, advertising um, Duracell. Oh, that's a yeah, classic FM. Ugh. Ugh, vile. Um, I've, um, have you been listening to Serial like everybody else in nope. the universe? I was waiting for it to finish, which it has now, so I shall listen to it over the Christmas holidays. It, it's okay, but it, again, it has that problem in that it's, an M, it's sort of NPR-ish production. And mm. yeah, we're talking about grisly murders and, uh, and, and extenuating circumstances. Somebody's been thrown in prison for all life. And then suddenly we're talking about MailChimp. Really? Yeah, and the same the same woman, Sarah Koenig, Mailchimp, sending mail, but better. And he, At least it's not audible. No, true. It's always <laughs> always flipping audible. Mailchimp. I, I swear, swear. 
Oh, I've never tried it, but that Audible thing, you know, everywhere you listen to, you just type in and then there's some sort of offer code unique yeah. to them. Presumably if you type in anything at all, if you type in stinky pants, you'll get the same <laughs> offer, presumably. Basically, I assume you can get any book you want just by by coagulating all the podcasts you listen to. And uh... <laughs> Yes, no, because it t- it's per credit card, so you have to have not m- multiple credit cards. Oh, bugger. But Screwed my a good trick dust. you can do with Audible mm-hmm. is... Uh, for the first five or six books in a row, even after you finish listening to them, you can then say return. You can say, "I want to return this book. I didn't like it, or you know, I, I didn't." I, no, I don't like that. I find that sociopathic. It's, it's against it the social you, contract. I don't like. I know it, but it lets you do it, and then it stops you after a while. And makes you ring a phone number to stop you from doing that. Gee, that's quite clever. You've done this, have you? Yes. And you call yourself a Christian? Uh huh. I think it's fairly shady because you're breaking the social contract for everybody else. Yeah, but it's Amazon, they're evil, so it's okay. I thought you said you loved Amazon after you spoke to a friend who said they're lovely and cuddly. I didn't say anything of the sort. I think you did. I, I didn't. Did. Someone, someone who works for them contacted me. Someone who works in one of the warehouses contacted me and said the stuff they're saying about the warehouses is complete rubbish. Exactly. So but that doesn't... I didn't change my opinion or base on it. It was just a thing I told you that had happened. Do you hear Apple are still being naughty? No, they're, they're not because they're greatly offended by the BBC story. I love that. I Deeply love that. offended. And that, uh, but that's the narrative that you and your folk have helped to make. The, the being offended is now it, it, itself uh, a defence against any moral claim, because being offended is the worst thing you can be in the universe. I like being offended. I've always argued for my right to be offended. But this whole yes, they said we're deeply offended. They didn't actually refute any of the claims at all. No. If you watch carefully, they just said they're deeply offended because Apple is not a company that stands for this sort of thing. Well, what they're arguing is. Their argument seems to be, we're trying to make it better, but we haven't yet. And other companies are bad too. So why are you saying that we're bad? Because... Which is a weird argument. Yes. But also, I don't like the people who oh, but look at Samsung. Yeah, but Samsung never pretends to be anything other than a huge electronics conglomerate. Apple has always tried to balance this. Oh, look at us. We're think different. We've got a slightly hippie-ish Californian vibe. Uh, and yet, this is what happens. I, I think Apple very well personifies the son of San Francisco. Um, pretend right. to be liberal with all your gays, but actually be stamping on the face of beggars as you go into your uh, vegan nacho with all, shop with all your gays. Yes, because it's it's uh, because the thing about <laughs> the, the thing about gay rights is it. Oh, no. uh, and I say this in particular because, um, of course, Tim Cook. Head of Apple. Yes. Um, the only uh, charity that Apple has, has given to or supported has been AIDS and uh, and also gay rights charities. So what the, my problem with it is it's, it's been taken as a, oh, well, because we have people in a very privileged position who happen to be affected by this, this will be our get out of jail free card for all charity and so on. And then at that point, they, and they keep using that as an example of, look, you see, we're, we are very liberal and we're all very um, progressive and so on. But no, you can't just have one, one item on your docket in order While to get While you're still clearing the... up puzzles of Chinese people from around the outside of your buildings. Exactly. So you, 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 can't, you can't use that as your, your shibboleth into liberal intelligentsia. But uh, too many organizations and, uh, and, and societies within that kind of West Coast culture do that. They pick the one thing that happens also to support their own privileged position, you know, because there are plenty of rich people in America who want to get married to people of the same sex. So it's a very easy thing to, pr- to, to promote. Right. It's not so easy to say, actually, we should be paying our uh, corporate income tax. Or yes, indeed. We, 
or or you know we should be um de- we, we we shouldn't be giving money to people who are raping children in Africa in order to, uh, in the various mines for the precious semi precious metals that we're using in our uh, electronics that's slightly more difficult mm-hmm. but it's actually the problem with gay marriage in a sense is it's too easy because you have to be a real awful bigot to be opposed to it and it's such an easy one to win i think whereas all these other things are too complicated so people just don't uh, don't bother with it and i i wonder whether we can what, what what can we choose as the next the next thing that a company has to tick in order to be considered a decent company i think you covered it really pay your taxes and don't exploit workers yeah, but every company does tries to do not to do the former and tries to do the latter. So it's yes. a, diff- a difficult one. Um, I don't know whether you would allow that either, because what if your Apple product suddenly started costing ten dollars more? Well, since I, you're the one who buys Apple products, not me. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mister well, so-called Linux. Well, I do like to um, lick all the Africa blood off <laughs> my. Uh, and it's fine now because you know we've dealt with the AIDS. We've got the special drugs. Well, I, it's it's interesting. I've uh, heard Steve Jones say on the radio the other day, and Laura says she's doubtful of the that maybe he's oversimplifying slightly, but saying that the reason that AIDS is not so serious, not nearly so serious a condition anymore, is a is is due to uh, our having forced evolution of the AIDS virus by responding to it. So in the early eighties, when no one knew it existed, um, and it was it was predominantly within the gay community. Yes. Um, where people were amongst people who were having lots of unprotected sex with multiple partners, mm. um, the AIDS virus knew it didn't have to care about its host. It could just kill it because it was uh-huh. going to get passed on pretty quickly. But now, 30 years later, um, people have kind of wised up to these dangers. Yes. And so the AIDS virus can't, can't be quite so uh, freely murderous with its host. It has to treat its host a lot better for if it's got any chance of being... Yes, I mean, uh, this was actually in the... Um where was this published? There was a radio program about it. It was also was published in a journal how basically we have, we forced the virus to be weaker because it's its only chance to survive is to be weaker and not to be immediately murderous in that way. And that's why also Ebola, I suspect the same thing will happen if it continues like this. Because the thing about Ebola is that until now, effectively it would wipe out its host population. And you know, at some stage the virus is going to say, hold oh, this doesn't work properly look at look at how successful uncle flu is <laughs> when they get yeah. together for the big virus conference in the, in the, the virus summer. conference so how do you do it uncle flu i just I, I go to a few african villages and then the next day i pretty much died how do you do it? he says oh here's what you gotta do little 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 cousin um no no it'll be nephew won't it little yeah. nephew little nephew ebola yeah I, 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 I don't you know you know me i like to avoid controversy controversy Ugh. Um, but Except when it comes to the Chinese. Apart from the Chinese and the blind, obviously, especially yeah, yeah. Oh, blind Chinese people. Oh, don't get me started, Nick. I won't. Um, the 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 Ebola thing, right? Seven mm. seven seven thousand people isn't very many. It isn't. An, don't uh, don't tell anyone. No, but also, I mean, people get all fussed about that. And yet, Nestle is killing about a million babies a year in Africa, and nobody I know. minds too much about that. Bob doesn't pay his taxes. Geldof. Oh, yes. Oh, he annoys me, John. Generous. I know, it, I know it's not. I know you're not allowed to say that. Nobody in the universe has ever said that before. But his hypocrisy does annoy me quite <laughs> a lot. 
But they put out that bloody song again, that hateful, patronising song, which finally this year was condemned for it, which was really nice. Yes, for a whole the bunch of is going, yes, they do know it's Christmas, you complete dickhead. Reminding, reminding, I love somebody reminding them, said, yes, um, uh, Africa got Christianity before Europe did, so. <laughs> yes, they do know it's Christmas. Yes, except, except in Ethiopia, where they decide, they decide you're wrong and it's not Christmas until January, of course. That's right. And then, of course, they ditched the line, tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. Have they ditched that now? They ditched that line for the 30th anniversary. Anyway, but yeah, generally, but malaria, like you, malaria, you carry on completely mm. treatable malaria you just keep mm. killing people in the hundreds of thousands and we'll make well, a big massive fuss over ebola that's killed it's killed seven thousand people yeah but ebola is more scary because it can go and come on an exactly and come and be naughty to us it's not very likely that malaria see, is going to come to the american no. shores but you have to remember john that um those aren't really really people they're more like monkeys whereas of course it's it's the white um uh, uh, americans and um Brits and Europeans who are the real people because, you know, we're, we're more godly. Those are just sort of mother mud people. So it doesn't matter so much, does Can it? Can you imagine if a white person got Ebola? Yeah. Oh, my I don't goodness. Know, it, I mean, that's ridiculous. Well, don't say white person, just say person. <laughs> Can you imagine if a person got Ebola, not one of these monkey mud types? I'm yeah. so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> mm, but that's, that, that, that's basically, if we, if we cut no, it out, yeah, that's, exactly. a, that's the a narrative. The point you're making is entirely valid. But that's a narrative. I mean, when you, when you, yeah. when you slice through the politeness... It, these monkey mud types doesn't matter, but if a real person gets it, then we have to get really worried. Well, exactly. And that's, that's mm. why I think, you know, comic relief is obviously a disaster. But mm. the, the very first time when Lenny Henry stood there and said, you'd help your neighbour, these people are your neighbours, that was the first time anyone actually made that, made, got past the, oh, look at the, the little black boy with flies in his eyes yes. sort of image and just said, no, stop <laughs> it. These are just, these are some other people. Yeah, but and that, then that was, that was the at the case. beginning of comic relief, and then it's been just been forgotten since. No one has yeah. remembered that since. No, now they are just oh, look at look pat them on their fuzzy little fuzzy little proto human heads. <laughs> is is how basically yeah. the tone of it since then. Yeah, it's. It, I'm surprised it that sort of thing still continues without greater perspicacity. When is the next comic relief? It'll be. Uh, Mar- I don't think there was one this year, so it'll be March. Uh, Unless there was one this year, and then it'll be next March. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny, you d- d- didn't even notice, did you? No, well, yeah, it's, uh, children in need seems to have a larger noise to someone who doesn't watch telly. And, you know, TV. In, and you know, in Africa, nothing ever grows and it never snows. That's right, it never snows, nothing ever grows. And, mm. um, yeah, and they have no idea when it's Christmas, none at all. <laughs> Idiots. Why don't they come to Europe instead? Stuff grows here and it snows sometimes too. Mid-year went to the same vet I went to when I lived in Bath. Did he? Yes. Did he take? Did he take his little pet African with him? <laughs> his dog, his apparently. Dog. Oh right. Yeah. We more, should more. celebrate Martin and his appearance on White, on Fat Men Can't Hunt. Oh yes, people have forgotten about that, haven't they? I wonder if you can still find it anywhere. Gosh, I don't know because Martin was thrown off that program. Judge Coxcomb. <laughs> Judge Coxcomb. We should stress was thrown well, off that BBC Three reality show. <laughs> Called Fat Men Can't Hunt. Called Fat Men Can't Hunt because he pointed out that the patronising, awful yes. people were treating this, these uh, these tribal members as pets. He saw pets, and of course, it was mistranslated to them that yes. he was calling them pets. Yes, exactly. And he was thrown off, but he also made the point that what they were doing was child abuse, which I think was perhaps the larger issue. Yes. Martin, Martin saying you're the last of this proud nomadic tribe raising their children in the you know living off of this poisonous porridge and 
and these these, and these nuts which don't, which don't work yeah an elephant scrap and yeah. you know bits of old meat they can find lying around and martin's going there's a city five minutes walk in that direction go look after your children and you know and you know that plenty of you know it's there because like two-thirds of the tribe have gone there well, i think 99 percent of the tribe have yeah. gone and are now wear and are, and are now wearing clothes and have money and this yeah. is the last defiant i thought it is i mean i don't i don't want to uh, i don't know but i thought martin was really brave to just go hang on this is this is wrong martin isn't brave because to be brave suggests that you actually have to be thinking <laughs> about things, whereas martin just was, was being judge Coxco. Yeah. that's true just, you know, you can't help yourself. You know, when when a judgment needs to come, <laughs> that's right. It comes, it comes. It's sad that he's not more famous. Bearing in mind, not only was the person thrown off of white men can't hunt, fat mm. men can't hunt. Sorry, fat men can't hunt. Um, but also, <laughs> white men can't jump. That's what it's based uh, yeah, on. Yes, yeah, so I know. And uh, he also the man who tried to punch John Prescott in the face while wearing a mask of John Prescott. I was then thrown in, thrown into uh, the jail, and kicked out the Tory party. <laughs> Why isn't he more famous? He should be. At least, you know, that's enough, surely. Maybe he's got to do one more thing. I wish he got onto Big Brother like he wanted. He should. Oh, that would have been very good. He's coming over for Crimble. Which Is he? Us. Oh, mm-hmm. lovely. We're having a brisket. I'm. Oh, now I'm double envious. You should be, because it's going to be a brisket. Really... I'm making lunch. Maybe I'll get some brisket today. It's going to be a really good, slow-cooked, melty brisket. Mm. Mm. I was mm. going to do chicken, but maybe I'll do brisket. Oh, no, brisket. Yeah, boycott the, the uh, foul uh, hegemony. I love the foul. I know, but a, bris- a well-cooked brisket is a joy. Well, look at this. We've managed to do the full-length podcast with a baby sleeping in my arms. Is he sleeping? I did. I got him to sleep when he started to cry, because I'm the best of dads. Poke him, and then he's, away. He's, he's there snuffling and waving his arms around, but he is asleep. What's he dreaming about? I imagine he's dreaming about boobies. <laughs> like, 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 like his daddy. Then <laughs> he does. He does dream su- dream suckle. Of course, yes. Which is amazing. Dream suckle, like his daddy. Like his daddy. <laughs> you dream suckle. Well, here's the thing: I've become most conscious of since having a baby. Yeah. My parents are intimately familiar with my penis and butthole. Very much so, yes. I mentioned uh, this to my mum and she did point out that she's about 35 years out of date. <laughs> yes, true. You Thank should goodness. say, don't worry mum, nothing's changed. <laughs> exactly how you left it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been preserved in a little case. And, and you have a, yeah, because you have a little baby girl. Yes. In case you weren't sure. Oh, yeah, I think she is, yeah. You have, you have never faced the horror the true physical revulsion that is folding down the little baby erection to put the nappy on there's something oh, it's no, there, 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 no there is something almost as bad but the, when they you, tell you the period when, when you have a li- no no when you have a little girl and they say oh always make sure when you wipe her body wipe oh, yes. it away because you don't want to get the tiniest bit of contaminant in in in, in the foo-foo in, in the foo-foo whereas of course when she's wearing a nappy and she's sitting down Basically, it's like she's piping chocolate pudding directly, directly into every cavity in her body. <laughs> you then have to help to scoop out. <laughs> so, you know, count your blessings. Yes, that does make... I was thinking, yes, I've often heard the thing about wiping away and all that. And then I spend, you know, half of every waking minute wiping poo off Toby's balls. 
<laughs> so yes, that would make sense. That that at least, would, a, at least, a, yeah. And think about what 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 is in what would be in place of his balls if he had to exactly, yes. and think about how conveniently it would get tucked away inside. Oh, at least the balls oh. are external; you can just give them a nice little polish. So yeah, both genders are ridiculous. I'm still going to argue sexist, probably ba- not genders. Ba- I'm going to argue that baby stiffies are, are way creepier. <laughs> Oh no! It's just—it's just automatic. Just testing the equipment's working. Yeah. It's still very strange. And apparently, little baby girls can have periods when they're newborn. Oh, they do. Yes, and, they're so and, flooded by mummy's uh, uh, hormones. And they—and they can lactate. It's called uh, witch's milk. Ah, Toby grew little boobies in his first couple of weeks. Oh yeah, but yeah. they've gone away. They went away quite quickly. But yeah, he had some quite good, quite good tits on him, didn't you, Tobes? <laughs> You'll remember one day. <laughs> complimenting where you look at the pair on him oh, nice tits baby it's like a, such a weird combination of of pride and confused <laughs> i can't wait for him to listen back to this when he's 15 do you think he will listen to these things no no do you do you think he will no i don't i'm mean, like laura was saying because i can do a few amateur magic tricks nothing compared to your masterpieces no. obviously no. but i can I'm do a few bit. laura's like oh toby's gonna so love it he's like, no he's not he's gonna think he's gonna hate it and think it's the worst dumbest thing of all time because his dad did it exactly anything dad does is rubbish exactly yeah he's woken up okay and he looks very happy about it hello you're in a good mood today this is amazing w- wish wish all our uh, listener a merry crimbo very merry listener very merry toby, merry, say merry, merry christmas toby <laughs> Snuffle, snuffle, gurgle, gurgle. You'll need, you'll need to edit on the um, yes, heaven highs that a gentleman made for us. I should put them at the start. <laughs> okay. Did you? Bye bye. Bye bye.